0: what up bone ponies it's tabletop totality the podcast we're back i'm cody and i'm here with my boys steven neil and today we're talking about making your own monsters or creatures what have you but really we want to say Monsters, because it sounds cooler. A Little creepy. And we're gonna go with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. creepy crawlies. Yeah. We're all about it. Mm. So maybe you have found yourself in your role playing scenario, whether it's D anD D or Call of Cthulhu or any such tabletop game, and you uh, find the monster manual, or as we like to call it, the creature compendium, to be lacking, mm-hmm. and you want to spice things up at the D anD D table or the role playing table how do you do it
1: yeah i mean it's it's always uh there's multiple ways to skin a cat as they always say and i think uh the best way we're going to tackle this is from uh one of our own points of view uh from steve here mm-hmm.
2: yeah so um out of the three of us i'm the only one that has uh very limited almost no uh
0: uh, overlord experience um i've he's also uh, barely housebroken just yeah, just down. barely keep he's, that in mind they are yeah. they're working a problem we're working on it cardboard everywhere.
2: Just, I just can't, I just can't, I just can't get those, those things to stick, you know, but hopefully, (laughs) hopefully, hopefully these lessons, hopefully these lessons will stick better than, than, than those. Um, But yeah, so I, I, I haven't really had a lot of experience creating my own creatures. And when I do, I'm sort of, I sort of don't really have a lot of confidence in the creatures that I create because I don't know if, you know, if I'm doing it right or if I'm, if I'm, you know. If I'm if I'm just creating some some trash or what, so I just uh, so I figured I'd come with some questions that I might have or that somebody that wants to create creatures would have uh, for these two to answer because these guys have way more experience with uh, creating creatures and hmm. they do a, they do a good job of it. Um, continue singing our praises. Yes. I mean, for the... <laughs>
0: some,
2: of, some of the time they do a, they do an okay job. Oh,
1: even if oh, a creature oh. flops, it doesn't even really flop. You know, that's how I designed it. <laughs> and,
2: yeah, I designed I designed it
0: to fail. You're supposed you're supposed to kill it. That, that's why yeah. that's the only reason why it failed Everything is proceeding it. as I have foreseen. Exactly. Yeah, rule number
1: one right there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, what we were saying before we were joking around was just fake it until you make it. And uh, it is is something that I think at at some point you're going to have to run into Mm -hmm. where you're just going to have to throw whatever you got out there and see what happens. Hope for the best. Yeah. 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 Yeah, But I think anyway, I think, Steve, you should – Start firing off some questions.
2: All right. So uh, the first question I have, the most important one, I think, maybe. um, How do I make sure my monsters are balanced before pitting my players against them? You don't.
1: You just send it in there and (laughs) you hope for a TPK. Okay. Well. Yeah. You're always shooting TPK yeah you know yeah. Players, yeah. Versus the
0: the goal. DM, players versus the players versus the dm is, is is what we always talk about yes. here it's, you cool. want to make the players miserable yep. as much of the time as you can
1: it's yeah, not it's about having
0: know. fun it's yeah. never about having if fun. you can
1: make one, one of them cry and walk away then that's that's a win that's, yeah right i mean so
0: so to <laughs> answer your question seriously though the the cr system is a little bit I I would say it's it, it's not perfect. And I'm I'm not going to say it's flawed or it's bad, but it's just not perfect because it can't factor in everything for your party. Um mm-hmm. even for an example, I, I used a creature uh, last night even. I used a creature that um I modified just slightly and it was even underpowered for the group. Mm-hmm. Now, numerically as the challenge rating system goes, it should have been a very difficult encounter unmodified Um, and I knew that that wasn't going to be the case because you have to factor in well my characters have these magic items or they have these powerful weapons or things like that so that's something you have to consider when it comes to balancing Mm -hmm. the creature Um, and then also I always try to think of things too it's like well if it's not quite tough enough could I have two of them could I you know could I yeah the numbers a little bit more um and then i think probably my last point would be um can you try to compare it to something that they've already encountered you know what was the last battle they had that you know that really challenged them and compare that to what you are designing
1: yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, I mean, that. those are all really good points, and I, I feel like the biggest thing that you kind of touched on, like, so if we're talking Dungeons & Dragons, what jumps up challenge rating, ratings is things like resistances, um, where if your party deals its damages that aren't its resistance, that creature's then going to be weaker. So if it's just resistance to non-magical items, but your whole party has magical items, then that that aspect of that creature is now not gonna be as powerful. So it even goes if you're going up a bunch of, against a bunch of undead, and your whole party is clerics, paladins. Yeah, it, any challenge challenge rating there, you kind of have to double it because that's what they're good against. You you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So a lot of the time. I look at, like Cody said, of course, you got to look at what your players are, you know, what my items they have and everything along those lines. But then I look at if I'm creating a creature from scratch to get my challenge rating right, or even taking something from the book, I look at something that I've already put against them. And I think, all right, what made this creature difficult? Why is was that challenge rating good for my party? And what does this next creature have to bring? And if you know, it's not checking similar boxes, all no. right, it's probably going to be weak. Maybe I should throw two at him or three. Mm-hmm. And and that's, I think, just a good rule of thumb for any um, tabletop game. I always feel like it's harder to, as your party is starting out, so like your first level yes. party, getting yeah. that challenge yeah. rating. Because there's certain creatures that, yeah, their challenge rating might be like, perfectly fine to go up against level ones but you know the good old troglodyte from uh, 3.5 right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> even, even in fifth edition it's
0: still it's, brutal yeah it you
1: yeah. know it gets two yeah, it attacks very quickly yeah, yeah.
2: And, as a challenger I named like one fourth and it's like the early tpk but us
0: yeah, yeah i think it's it like it gets a multi-attack that could kill like a low level character yeah
1: oh absolutely yeah yeah i remember and, that but uh you yeah, know, so there's, that all <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's all these those aspects that you kind of got to look at for a lot of challenge ratings and deciding what's balanced and, you know, look at the creature and if it's really the creature that you want to put them against, but you're worried about, hey, this resistance is fire, but they all deal ice damage. Switch it to ice. It's now yeah, an ice version of that creature. You yeah, and I, mean?
0: I, I I think there's also you know just two other things that maybe uh maybe somebody who's not used to making their own creature might not look at but i've seen it happen where it's happened to me even when i first started out where i would find or i would make a monster and i'd be like oh this is so cool and it has all these different abilities that are going to affect you know the battlefield or affect the players or whatever um and then how it boiled down to doing you know during the initiative where basically the whole party got to go before my monster would go. And then in like two or three turns, the monster was dead because it's getting hit five or six times in a row before it can respond. Yeah. And that's kind of where you get into like your more legendary creatures that can take actions on the end of other yeah, uh, you know, other creatures' turns. So uh, messing with players' turns and in initiative order. Um, but possibly something else that people don't look at is – The location the setting you know you could you could take a creature that maybe isn't so powerful but you put it in a way where the players have they can't get away from it or they they're always in in effect of its area or something like that
1: yeah that's another Um, good way
0: so that can kind of change things too where it's like oh well you know numerically my party could fight this creature but because i actually had it in like you know, a basically a kill zone where the, the party has no chance against this thing and it just kinda happened that way. I didn't plan it. Um it turned out being far more deadlier than it, it would have been otherwise. Mm-hmm. So that's just something to keep in mind as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, those are all really good points. Um We're great so, we know. Thank
2: yeah, you. Yeah, I mean <laughs> you try. Um all right so the next question that i have is um when you are actually creating a creature uh, how do you determine things like its ability scores its hit points and other stats like
0: that that is something that i kind of honestly like the the way for hit points and for um for the ability scores i always try to keep in mind off of players i like, like characters i've made mm-hmm. where i'm like you know okay like this this character i had was pretty strong and he could do this well how does he compare to this creature i'm making you know mm-hmm. um and so i try to i try to think in in terms of that or even when it comes up to like i i'm going specifically against like my party in Talaraxia you mm-hmm. know i'll say hey i want this thing to be able to throw this throw these guys around so i have to look at Okay, well, BK might be, you know, art Sean might be the strongest character, physical strength character. Just so I want my monster to have a score that's equal to or maybe a little better than than that character, so that he can accom- so that the monster can accomplish these things. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, so yeah. that's kind of how I
1: do it. It's not like it,
0: it's not like a there's no formula to it. It's just I just try to feel it out.
1: Yeah, I, it's it's definitely one of those things that I feel like as you play whatever tabletop game you're trying to create a creature for, as you play that more, as you create more characters to play in it or, um you know, overlord more sessions for it, you you start to get that vibe. All right, something can do this basic level of intelligence, so it's going to have a 10. You know, mm-hmm. this thing is is more capable of smashing things and it's supposed to be able to pick up big boulders, big things like that. So it should have an 18 plus uh type of strength. I, a lot of the times, love now because a lot of tabletop games understand that their players create their own stuff they do a lot of their own homebrews they break down their own mechanics on how to create a monster which is really cool so like for dungeons and dragons right in the beginning of that book of the monster manual it goes through like all right if it's a large creature it should have this hit die if it's this challenge rating this should be its uh proficiency bonus so it'll go through a lot of the numbers that make up really the mechanics of it. The the stats or ability scores are just plug and play. Um so to make your main attributes, right? Your strength, decks, all those things for a creature is really just the same idea to making them for a, a character. You Ooh. wanna you wanna have couple higher scores in the top i mean you could probably even do the normal breakdown for how to make a, a level one character right um mm-hmm. do us do a point distribution this is and my I, I also feel like i also feel like a monster
0: is somewhere where you could do the min max too exactly like, oh yeah but yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah, i don't really like to min max like characters because i i just don't enjoy that you know it's not the style of roleplay of yeah. i like but for a monster, you could absolutely min max Oh, 100%. It. You're supposed you know? to in a
1: way. They're supposed to have yeah. this big power and this big flaw. And, right. and that's what you're working with. So now, if you're going up against a party and you wanted to make something special for your party, you're going to have it so its strengths make it difficult for your party. Now they can't just hack and slash. They actually kind of have to strategize. you know. And that's And I think that's what everybody's really trying to look for when they're building an encounter in any tabletop game. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely.
2: And I mean, like, going back to what Cody was saying before, like, building creatures around, like, a party, like, but, like, that's that's an interesting way of doing it, like, building it around your specific players. But, like, I'm thinking more for, like, what we do for Tabletop Totality in general. Like, when you're creating a creature for, for like, one of our quests or something like that. Like, how do you oh, determine their stats for those? It's, so, you I, go first, Cody, yeah.
0: I'm just at the point where I'm just comfortable enough that I just I feel comfortable enough when I'm coming up with things that you know, I, I don't really have to second guess myself a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just because I've gotten very used to doing it. Um, you know, that the campaign that I run for fifth edition is now into its its third year. Right. Which is the longest game I've ever I've ever played. Mm-hmm. I've ever run. Um, but I've had to make a lot of monsters and then certainly for the business, you know, we make, we make monsters and creatures all the time. So I don't really have like a, a method or a formula. Um, I just feel it out to where I think I'm comfortable, you know?
1: Yeah, okay. I mean, definitely having that comfortability is a is a huge point, like as you create more, because you're just like, yeah, no, that's a great idea. Instead of when you're first creating, you're like, eh, that doesn't really work. And you're like, always second guessing it. So um, that's a really cool point, because it's not it's not going to come right, right, right off the bat. It's not going to just boom. Ready? You yeah, created and, an awesome creature. There's going to be a lot of that, flaws.
0: <laughs> yes, and, and I think that just kind of goes back to my style as a dungeon master too, because I like to leave myself enough room. Mm-hmm. Like I don't like to put everything in in one one creature, or one basket. You know? Yeah, I, I like to give myself enough wiggle room so that I can adapt to how the game's going. Mm-hmm. So I do the same thing with my creatures. You know, if I throw something out there that's that I didn't figure out properly, that is going to uh be really unfair or just kind of broken you know i'll change it on the fly yeah. to make it to make it fit better yeah. um and that's, that's, not, not, you know, that's, not like, that's
1: not cheating that's not cheating either that's literally that's, just making a better encounter it can happen at yeah, any point yeah
0: yeah and i i hear i mean i see it all the time you know on writer boards or something people saying like oh you know i i made this cool shadow dragon this thing i came up with you know i drew this awesome picture of it and made this monster and i killed my whole party all my friends are mad at me you know it's like (laughs) yeah like you got to kind of ease into it you know and i think you also have to at a certain point recognize what you're doing with with the creature and Mm -hmm. what it's what it's really capable of and um to give a a shout out there's a there's a group out there it's the monster knows what you what it's doing yes is is the group and they, they put out some books and they have a website and I love looking at that when I'm looking at like an actual monster from like wizards or something. Yeah. Um, because they get they do like a breakdown of this monster is capable of doing this. This is it has this intelligence, so it's smart enough to go after the weakest link in the party or you know, they, they get into like the actual like behavior of the creature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's kinda of cool. And that's something that I've taken with me. Where I say, well, what's the goal? What what is the purpose of this creature?
2: Yeah. What is
0: it that I'm trying to accomplish with this creature? And then that's really what I focus on. Yeah. And so when it gets to, it's like, well, it does the thing I need it to do. Well, then I don't have to make all of its other stats and abilities amazing. No. Because it does what I need it to do. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No. That's those are all. Yeah. It's it's very much that uh that aspect of if. As you're, if you're just creating a random creature, you still have some basic idea in your head. So, and I mean, we do it all the time when we're all just brainstorming together. There's certain creatures that we're like oh man i had this idea and we're maybe talking about a different creature but we're like wait wait hold on let's go after that and we build it and it's some ridiculous creature like yeah we can't use this as a level four encounter but hold on to that (laughs) (laughs)
0: put that away for later (laughs) (laughs) like
1: that's a cr13 creature (laughs) can't can't use that right now
0: not for the level one party (laughs) um
1: so there's a lot of that and that's what i would recommend is maybe you're creating creature and you're creating this cool shadow dragon, like you were talking about on Reddit and you know, it's awesome. It's, it's real beefy. It has like really cool aspects, but you know, it's going to be too strong. Don't try and dumb it down to fit what you need it really just create a different creature. Say that later. If your party makes it that far, that could be one of the, the big mini bosses. You know what I mean? Um, and and that helps because then you're still creating more creatures and you're mm-hmm. getting that vibe. Sometimes, you know, sit down and create a creature. I create three other creatures before I even can finish the one creature that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just to get those ideas out until I really lock down. All right. Yeah, that's too beefy. I got to go this way.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes I think sometimes people believe that they're only like. You know they're like they're piloting the the monster. You know they're controlling the mon- the creature or whatever, and they lose sight or they lose the the idea that the you know the board isn't just on one plane. That you can do a lot with with the whole world. You know, so yeah. even if you get to a point where like okay, the the creature, you know, you need the fight to go a little longer. You want to be a little bit more dynamic or whatever. Change the environment. Have yeah. something happen. Like have a catalyst happen changes the the balance of the battle you know Mm -hmm. and that's a way even too that you could use a tool for oh crap i made this shadow dragon and it's going to kill everybody in my party and people are going to be pissed off and that's not what i want to do okay well now i'm going to make something happen that drives the dragon you know like the dragon has to flee temporarily or Mm -hmm. you know that you can have all sorts of things happen so you you can't just i think it's like your thinking can be more dynamic when it comes to these monsters because you have more to do with than just the actual creature yep yeah yeah
2: yeah and i would also imagine that like even like i mean like, like neil you said like don't dumb down the encounter but i mean if if you're not sure if the creature is too strong i would imagine that for example this shadow dragon looks really strong what if i create like a young shadow dragon.
1: Yeah, exactly. But
2: some of the abilities, or the abilities, are weaker, and then te- use that to test out if this creature is going to be. Yeah, too
1: that's that is a great idea, and that's that's kind of like what I meant. You know, look at it. You have, you know, you want this this base creature, and this is how powerful it is. And then you're looking at it, and you're like, oh, that's way too many abilities. Don't get rid of that. Keep that. Yeah. But now create a new template that's a weaker version of that.
2: Yeah, it's and then the, it can
1: just come back later. It's really what Wizards does with everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, yeah, you know, much. either one way or the other, they create a kobold. From that kobold, they make their wing kobold, their elite kobolds. Mm-hmm. That's, you can do Three it. Three kobolds in a coat. Yeah, <laughs> you can literally do it from <laughs> top to bottom or bottom to top. It doesn't matter. Um, and you're still creating all these awesome creatures. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, so... Um, and, so and I,
1: I think probably... I'm sorry, Stephen, but
0: I think okay. just to wrap that point up, you also remember, you know, the game isn't just played by the Dungeon Master or the Overlord no. or the Keeper or whatever. The players are involved too and they can decide, hey, whoa, we're in too much trouble fighting this thing. We got to get out of here. Yeah. You know, so that's something also to consider that at a certain point, if you want things to be a challenge or you want things to be very difficult for your for your party or your players, you don't have to necessarily change what you have yeah. because you're trying to make that point. You're trying to set that precedence of okay, no, you you messed with a baby shadow dragon in the past. This is the ancient shadow dragon. You know, it can do way more. Yeah. Yeah, and if your players don't recognize that, whoa, we threw everything we have at it and it's not even phased you know that's not necessarily on you so yeah, I, I think agree. i think there's a little anxiety when it comes to oh i'm making my first creature or whatever i don't want it to be too strong or too weak or whatever you also have to remember that you're not the only person at the table yeah your players yeah.
1: should realize when when things are too strong yeah to to re reevaluate what they're doing right <laughs> it makes the game much more dynamic when you do that absolutely
0: dynamic <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, so 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 coming off of that question and and going into like a more uh like sort of a related one, um, is it better to design creatures based on existing ones or to come up with completely original characters uh, or creatures rather? Um, it sounds like it sounds like from the points that you made on the last question, it might be better for newer creators to base creatures on stuff that already exists, just sort of modify it a little and sort of wait on creating the
0: ease i think that's probably the 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 path of least resistance yeah
2: yeah From what from the way that you made it sound with you getting more comfortable with things as you go on that sort of sounds like how it sort of should go but i mean like it's kind of also up to like if the person feels like they can create a creature they can try and then
0: well i think i think the idea for me always like the inception of the idea is Oh, this creature is cool, but what if it could do this? Yeah, yeah, or that's a cool ability, but I think it would be better used if it if it could do this. Oh, well, what if there's a creature that does that? Yeah mm-hmm. you know, and that's kind of that's kind of the mentality I'm in, um, so I still have that take something, make it mine, which is something that we try to promote with tabletop totality. no matter right. what you're playing. You know, rules is written, whatever. They're all guidelines. Make the game your game. Mm -hmm. Make the game the game you want to play and your friends want to play that keeps everybody coming back and having fun. That's what you're supposed to do. So even when it comes to these monsters and everything, like, yeah, take something, make it yours. Cool. Um, And eventually you're going to get to the point where you're going to be like, I'm making this up all the way. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's kind of how I started was, all right, I'm going to just tweak this. I'm going to, you know, change its ability or change its setting. Okay, you know, this this one lives in the desert as opposed to the ocean, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that comes to, well, no, and I, have, I have this idea. I'm going to make this whole monster up,
1: you know? Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it's it's very – it is very much easier to adjust a creature or make a sub-creature off of an existing creature, because that existing creature already has a very um, good understanding of what the mechanics of a creature should be. So that that goes across any uh, tabletop game. Um, if the creators of that game created these creatures, they had way more mechanic testing and play testing then you will before you can throw it against your party. So to make, you know, they have winter wolves. Well, now I want a desert wolf. What can I, if it's going to be around the same challenge rating, so it should have these basic stats, but hey, instead of it, maybe in the winter it has to be a very strong, hardy wolf. Well, now this is going to be an even more dexterous wolf because of the land it lives in, you know? um just basic changes like that and then i get to a point like now that I, i'm pretty comfortable yeah i could just create go and be like yeah i want to create this character do it create it and be pretty, pretty confident that it's it's going to hit my mark but if it's ever like a lot of stuff that i do for tabletop totality when somebody comes to me and has this creature and i'm looking over it and i'm reviewing it i go all right what's a creature similar to this So Mm -hmm. this is what it's doing. This is what it's meant to do. There is going to be some level of creature that is somewhat similar already created, of course, and I'll look at that creature and I'll be like, all right, it does this, this, and this, this creature does this, this, and this, or, you know, it has layer actions and this is why it has layer actions. Yep. This creature has that and it has those as well. So I use it as a, as a reference guide. Um, just to make sure I'm on the right mark a lot of the times with like my C R ratings and, and things of that I think.
0: Nature. I think that's a great I think that's a great for, for any game really because you want to base your creation off of the system yep. that you're running and, and the mechanics of the game and how things work. So by comparing it to the creatures they've created that they've you know, they've created for the purpose of the mechanics they're running. You yeah, know, they they put they've put some thought into how these creatures are, um. So to compare to what's already there,
1: um, certainly puts you on the right track. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. Yep. it it makes you understand. All right, why does this creature have these attributes, and should I have those attributes? You know, it, CR isn't directly related to how much damage it can take and how much damage it can deal there's there's very other very big changes for D on what what influences that and like for it's other the love you make and the love <laughs> you take man <laughs> and then for a lot of other uh tabletop uh rpgs it's like like Room, um which is a great one that we've played it the the creatures are more powerful by the more skills they have and the more leveling that they have. So the higher their skill levels are um, for just basic abilities. And then for, you know, call Cthulhu, it's what effects happen to the players when they see this creature. It's, you know, yeah, they're going to be dangerous to encounter regardless, but the encounter goes more than just physical damage. Mm -hmm. And, And that's where that elevates, you know,
0: so that's yeah, that's and I, and I think Cthulhu would be the the one system where if you made the the creature like impossibly strong and it devastated like your whole team of players like nobody would fault you for that because yeah, yes. they were just be like You're dang it like, <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah that's just how that's just how these creatures yeah. work i shouldn't have messed with it no. uh, yeah, yeah all right
2: yeah this yeah. thing this thing's from another dimension of course it would <laughs> pull all of my bones out of my body and make just me by, look by at looking at me yeah before i die yeah of course
1: yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah so that's that's my that's my tips on that okay one.
2: Alright, um so to follow up on that, um the next question I have, um do you think that it would be um a good move to build a creature basing it around a gimmick or a special feature they might be able to use, like a special ability or using the arena that they're going to be fought in specifically as
1: um a, oh, yeah. a way to build yeah. a
2: creature? Oh yeah. Oh
1: yeah. If you're if you have a terrain and you know where they're gonna be traveling or you know, you're doing just a, a random arena arc, oh yeah. Build to that build to that one aspect. Like there's there's points points in times that I've like thrown people into arenas and each wave has a focus on what that creature can do. Yeah. If yeah. anybody watched our live stream for for extra yeah. life, they'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh thorn yeah. devils. Yeah, so like I use <laughs> thorn devils which as mounts, which you can go on to our website and check out that creature. They're just very to large. To- 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 yeah. They're very <laughs> large um, lizards that are just covered in thorns. So anybody who gets close to them and attacks them takes damage. And then on top of them, I put our Goblin lash masters, which can deflect attacks with their reaction. So now here's, here's something that protects its mount, protects itself, but also while its mount is just dealing damage. Protecting that, uh, kid. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know? And, you know, the, these are all, like, the concepts that, like, I built with that idea. I was like, this is what I want. Let me see what creatures I have or do I need to create something? Luckily we've already created something and I was like, amazing.
0: <laughs> yep. yep. It's just like the encounter I had when you guys fought the um the the nature mother goddess in Palaraxia. In mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I knew flat out I was like, I want her to be able to manipulate not just the time as far as like rounds and things like that, but also manipulate magic as as far yeah. as Magic on the field, magic off the field, like...
1: Items, anything.
0: Yeah, she had a lot of control in areas that, like... Maybe you're thinking more concern of armor class and hit points, where she had a lot of control in different aspects that made it a very difficult encounter. Yes. um, And I knew that's what I wanted to do. I wanted her magic to be strange and alien to you guys and... And do things that you guys were kind of perplexed by, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so that was the whole idea. As far as making a creature for a gimmick, I mean mean, if you do it in one shot. I kind of thought about it like these guys like they they don't trust Wells, (laughs) you know, because of something that happened like in a dungeon. They they saw Well and they were like, Why is this well here? They thought it had something in it. I didn't have anything in it. They were super concerned. They're still concerned. And so, yeah, if I made, like, a well-mimic or something for that, yeah, that's just, like, a fan service, you know. Exactly. To your game, you know. Right. So I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. 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 Use your inside jokes, you know. Yeah. (laughs) If if you're making a creature – if you're trying to make something, like, for the greater, like, role-playing community to use and you want it to stand up to par with, like, the Tarask or something – and it's based off of like, you know, it's a one trick pony, a one trick bone pony. Um <laughs> you know, yeah, it's not gonna compare well. So
1: you know, yeah, you're know your market. What you're creating, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, know your market. That's that's a, that's all I would say. Like Ooh. it is it is perfectly fine to create something for a gimmick. Like you are a bunch of people getting together and the idea that you're trying to have fun is the majority of the people who are playing you know tabletop role playing games that's mm-hmm. that's the idea so exactly so
0: the one the 1% that are sadists yeah
1: well <laughs> It's a real
0: issue. Kill my character.
2: (laughs) Please.
1: (laughs) No, let's please stay up and play Monopoly again. (laughs) I I love Monopoly. I don't know why everybody hates it. You would. I just love it. But uh, yeah, yeah, like, you know, use your inside jokes. Make it a fun time. Mm -hmm. But if you're looking to put something out, like, to be serious, then yeah, don't try and be as gimmicky, like... But if that's what you like to do, then do it, you know. Mm-hmm. There'll there'll be people who appreciate it. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be many things that we put up that are going to be gimmicky through the through the whole time frame of tabletop totality. I Yeah. I already know yeah, it. there's you ever certain see ones... something by
0: us that you think is a real
1: dud. <laughs> it was a gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, I mean to focus on certain things, focus on terrain, that's how most monsters are created if you kind of pull them out of what terrain they're supposed to be in you weaken their cr so that's a that's a whole nother aspect of creating monsters um you know you could throw them you could throw somebody against uh cr9 but if it's not in its area all of those attributes don't stack anymore so now it's like a one you Mm -hmm.
0: know what's that's just one of even like the most like simple things is like okay look at dragons right so not all dragons have the same attributes because they're based off of different things. So like a blue dragon has a tunnel ability because it's supposed to be like burrowing exactly. in the sand. Yep. Right? Whereas a white dragon has a climbing ability because they're supposed to be able to climb um they like they're climb supposed up to be on the mountain ice and caves and, and stuff. And yeah. yeah. And not all of them can swim and, you know, things like that. That's And all that's because they're aspects. based off of their their setting yep. um and that's also where you get into like the more heavy duty like layer creatures yep. where their layer is very much a part of the challenge where there's effects because they're set up in this place or their yep. power has manifested in this place you know um so definitely yeah terrain is a big a big deal yeah um
1: yeah, even so, when it comes to like doing like a dungeon crawl or something like that, the terrain is a huge, huge part. percent, hundred percent. Like you're not going to just throw things in there that aren't, you know, attributed to like being in close combat. You're not going to throw a bunch of things that are range in a dungeon crawl unless your dungeon well, is built for range. You know what, okay, what I mean? Okay, so what happened when we when we nerfed that
0: alithid? Right, the alithid came after us. It was a, basically like a 12-foot tall ceiling. The thing cast levitate, so it, it's only two foot off the ground. And it thought it could fly away from us, but it was still in melee range, so it just kept taking hits. Yeah. And that was just because that creature wasn't right for
1: that setting. Yeah, the or the happened. terrain wasn't right for that creature. That's, right. you know, either way you want to look at it. So you, you have to keep that stuff in mind as yeah. well. <laughs> yeah. So, uh... You want to give us one more before we head out here, Steve? Oh, uh,
2: yeah, sure. Uh, so one more question is... Make it a um, good
1: one, Steve. Yeah. You'll okay, so what... Away. Steve, when
2: you're, cre- <laughs> when you're creating a creature, how do you determine what, you know, like spells, actions, or abilities it should have?
0: That's where I like to get creative. That's where <laughs> I, I like to try to not... And some of the things like we've posted up on Reddit, people have been like, why didn't you give it this thing that was an attribute from D&D Advance 2.0? Because first of all, I didn't go look through all the books and figure out, okay, well, here's a random ability that kind of makes sense for my creature. Instead, I was like, no, I'm going to give it something that does similar to what I need it to do.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? Yeah. Like just like we were working remember we worked on the that ooze monster recently? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we we're like, well, how does this thing perceive people? And we were like, we wanted to be able to perceive people based on their heartbeat.
1: Mm-hmm. So we can
0: only pick up on things that have a pulse.
1: Yep.
0: And it can do that to a certain a certain range. And I don't need to go look through the book and find out if there's something that does something similar. I'm gonna call it what I wanna call it. Is my,
1: I'm making it my monster. Exactly. Yeah. You know? yeah i mean just figuring out what type of special ability you want to give it that's the fun part man sometimes that's where i'll start with a creature creation is i'll be like oh that's a great idea what type of creature would have that what type of train would it be in then then i start exactly how i was saying you know it doesn't matter a lot of people try and build from baseline up oh i want a wolf now that wolf does this that where Nope, I want a now thing that has along. Yeah. Nope, now yeah. I want a thing that has lightning breath. What lightning <laughs> breath do I want to give it to? You know, I'll work from a special ability down. Um a lot of the time. And it just makes it once you start doing things like that, you could just create a creature. <laughs> you know, throw it right yeah. together. We had like one of the creatures that hopefully, you know, you all will see um see relatively soon is a uh it's a real tricky one in in swamps and we were just oh, trying boy. to figure out how <laughs> how this like we were like we want this creature that just like is all over the map and we were yep. like how are we going to do that we want
0: this creature to basically be able to <laughs> mess with any portion of the battle map yep.
1: yep and that was the special idea that was its that was its that's abilities what it that's what yep. its spell was and then we created from that and that's, yeah. those are always, I think, like one of the funnest ways to do it. It it yeah. really is like, cause you have this crazy idea and then it just keeps spiraling <laughs> and you're like, yeah, all right. And then that's usually how you make really powerful creatures. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, you know, that, that kind
0: of stuff, like I like doing that just like when I write just for like my own writing, I don't normally like plan things out. Like I, I kind of just go where it takes me. Mm -hmm. um and i I like shooting from the hip you know a lot um so improving things is is fine by me so when it comes to um you know taking something and and changing it or you know even just focusing on one thing that i think is cool about a creature and then using that as the basis for a whole new creature yep you know that process um A lot of times, that's where it starts. I'll look at something and I'll say, you know, that's kind of a cool ability, but it's not enough. Or it's not... It it could be better suited if it was also able to do A, B, and C. Yeah. You know? Or what if you put it in a different setting? And I think that kind of comes... Honestly, I know sometimes I'm poop-poop about uh, Magic the Gathering. I could be a little rude. (laughs) And i used to play it a lot and i loved it and one of my favorite things was making decks was looking for that synergy that came between well this creature can do this this creature can do this how do they all work together yeah and so that's part of uh, that's rolled over into making my monsters too where i'm like i want all of its abilities and all of its stats to be this thing is designed to do this yeah this is what it does this is what it's good at this is how it stays alive
1: yeah. yeah, you know. No, I mean that's that's it. That's you're you're definitely hitting it right on the head there. Like that's hitting that's how it, I crushing idea. it. Yep, sent it. Yeah. So I mean, we could we could talk. As you could tell, we could talk for this for a long time. We're talkers. Um, yeah, <laughs> big talk. <laughs> uh, um, but i i would like to hear from anybody who you know ends up listening like what are you guys what are some things that you struggle with what are you some You're things ready people <laughs> that you like to do what is you know what are your tips what are your what are your creations you know and and you know maybe if you give us some of those tips we'll we'll end up trying to create a creature how you create it and we'll see how it goes and you know we'll give you credit for that And if you have more questions about it, we might uh, we might try to
2: answer them. You know, we're gonna
0: forward you to Steve if you have more questions. He's been educated (laughs) clearly, clearly the expert. Yeah, he's got his permit to start making monsters. Monster making. We're excited. We're excited for him.
1: Oh, oh. MMP. You are. I'm excited too. (laughs) Monster (laughs) making permit. Yeah, Yeah, monster making permit. Um. So yeah, I I just would like to thank everybody who came to. came to stop by today uh again you know Cody Steve and myself are always always around to try and help the community out yep
0: um, oh we should also give a nice shout out to our friends over at Incarnate yes um yes. they if you guys are not using Incarnate for if you're a game master and you are not using Incarnate to make your maps you are missing out 100% big time yeah, and maybe. they're not paying us they're not sponsoring us or anything We just love the program. We're big fans. Um, And we use them exclusively for all of our stuff. We we bought the the commercial license. And so when we start doing releases of PDFs and things, uh, all of our maps are incarnate
1: maps. Yeah, everything Um, you see, everything, any encounter we put out, any map just for free grabs, that's all incarnate, folks.
2: Yep, they've got a ton of stamps. they got a ton of lighting effects. they got a ton of... All kinds of really cool stuff to really build your maps and really make them, really make them work. You're a doodlebug. Really
1: you love doodling. You love yeah. drawing in your own stuff. Well, that's great because you can import your own stamps. It's, yeah, it's let's like, go, doodle bugs. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> this is what we do to Steve. This is, this is a little slice
0: of the business. <laughs> the, yeah, the
1: inside. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Come on, Steve. Doodle. Come
1: Steve, on. Doodle. Yeah.
0: More, I'm, I'm I'm trying, I'm trying so hard. <laughs> <laughs> so, so
2: much. I think these are like nubs from how much
1: <laughs> But no, definitely shout out to Incarnate. They're they're a great group. Um Yep. They've you know, they they've always been great. They love to show off people's work as well. So if you like just making maps and you wanna get more people to give you a, a little bit more critique, a little bit more tips, or just praise you know yeah the the community
0: on reddit for incarnate is uh very um very active a lot of people were posting in there there's always contests i think there's a contest running i don't know by the time we're done doing this but they do contests all the time oh yeah um usually based off of the new uh the new tools that you get in the in the program or um, some of the new effects that you can use and they try to have contests based off of these
2: yeah.
0: uh, new aspects that you get for the program. Mm-hmm. Um, but people are very friendly in there and people have a lot of good advice. And I think I've become better at making maps just from interacting in that community. Yeah. Um, I, I know I certainly have improved a lot from when I first started, but the whole system, the whole program has
1: improved ton oh it's um, it's everything they add is just another step in the right direction as far as i'm concerned yeah. but yeah. uh yeah so you know check our website out check incarnate.com out and then uh thanks for stopping by this has been yeah uh, don't be
0: strangers come yeah. on back
1: to the bone Pumpkin yeah. ranch we'll have more yeah. stuff for you and it'll be just oh, as yeah. good if not better
0: yeah um, fresh out the oven
1: biscuits. come on see 2 come on uh, alright
0: guys get to making monsters
1: yeah get to making monsters and uh, this is Neil from Tabletop Totality and we'll catch you later peace bye